Welcome back to the Fives Pod, brought to you by Matt Shaw, David Butler, and Sam Russell. This really is a battle of the Titans. Welcome back to the Fives Pod for our season roundup, and what a cracking season it has been. We've had the RFA president kicking off the year. Uh, we've had guest hosts, Gareth and Shanann, both producing episodes. Um, we've had international players from USA and Belgium, fives greats from the past and present, and a whole host of other episodes and guests. Um, to round off the season, uh, we've got myself and Sam on the podcast to chit chat about all of the different things that have been going on, uh, both both on the podcast as well as uh, currently in the news, um, uh, and also to talk through a bit a few of the emails that we've had coming in. So, um, so Sam, yeah, how do you how do you think the season's gone? I think mixed feelings, really. Look, I think it's been a fantastic season in terms of some of the content that we've produced. You listed it all just then. I think I'd add to that the episode that you did with the Durham schools. Uh, that, for me, potentially was my favourite episode to listen to. Not yeah. only because it was so interesting to find out about what was going on in Durham, and, and again, it was a great insight into how a bunch of 16-year-olds interact with fives and how much joy they get from it. But also, it was a really nice episode just in terms of easy listening. I thought you gelled really well with them. And, Clearly, you're at home with a with a bunch of sixteen year olds. You, you found your you framing it like that. I think I think it was hard not to kind of um, bounce off of all their enthusiasm. I mean, I went in with uh, a couple of different uh, questions and ideas of what what we were going to talk about, and spent half the time. Uh, you know, they they were asking me things or asking each other, and um, it made for a really like good fun natural podcast. Um. But I mean, equally, you know, yeah, some of the absolutely. some of the stuff that some of the stuff that you've done, Sam. I mean, there was some uh, going into the Y Club uh, and hearing a bit about that, as well as um, the getting getting all the uh, all of the the current greats on. Um, I, I particularly I, I, enjoyed, yeah, <laughs> the way that that conversation went in terms of our power expert and things like that. Was uh, yeah. It was very entertaining to listen to on a run. Yeah, and I mentioned mixed emotions, and I think this is really the, the point that I was trying to get at. And it's amazing doing all these episodes, hearing John Bezik talk about the Y Club so charismatically and telling all the stories in the past and finding out about the great history there, having the top five players in the country to divulge all their kind of tips about different aspects of the game. Yeah, and it's great doing all that. Yeah, at the same time, it is a bit it's a bit disappointing as well that you know we're doing all this and we still haven't been on court for a whole I haven't been on court for a whole year and mm. each episode that I do and speak speak about five and kind of get this this kind of desire to play it and then another episode comes along and you still haven't played um so you know it does it eventually does reach a point I think where at least for me where we really do need to get back on court soon or else we're going to lose kind of this great momentum that we've help to create through to all these people and through finding out about so many different aspects of uh, fives and fives community um so yeah it's mixed emotions like it's been great doing it and it's yeah. I've, I've loved hearing about everyone's stories but 
at the same time, it's so disappointing not to have played for the past year. Yeah, uh, and I I think it's been great having a couple of extra hosts on. I think um, Gareth's episode um, where we were able to hear about a bit of what's going on in the wider the wider world of handball, um, as well as uh, Shanann's stuff, um, uh, getting uh, Julie... Julie and some of the the other female players on uh, was yeah. was great great to have kind of uh, to have those episodes um, and helped us not having to produce every week. Um, but anyway, as you touched on, um, we're obviously all keen to get back on. Perhaps um, as uh, our our tournament correspondent, as we'll now dub you on this podcast, yeah. uh, you could give us a bit of an idea of when tournaments are going to be back, Sam. Yeah, so I suppose everyone's probably quite familiar with the 21st of June as the date that the government says essentially restrictions should end. And actually, I think the seventh is it the 17th of May is also a pretty important date for fires in that that's yeah. when indoor sport potentially can come back. So that's when fires in theory come, can, can come back. 21st mm-hmm. of June, assuming that everything goes to plan, is when it 100% definitely can come back. And yeah. I think the first tournament in the calendar after that would be the Southwest. Mm-hmm. And at least my understanding is from having conversations with uh, members of the RFA board that at this stage, the plan is for that tournament to go ahead. Um, so, and we'll hopefully be communicating further on that in, I imagine, May. So yeah. anyone listening to this, yeah, I think absolutely be, be ready to play fives this summer and be ready to to play in the Southwest and actually other tournaments as well. Maybe Matt, you could um, chime in with, with any other plans i know that you're you're yeah so um there's kind of uh, of course there's been um that goes without saying that if the situation develops uh in a different manner to 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 the government roadmap then sadly things might have to things might have to change however um yeah i think as sam said we're we're hoping to go ahead with the southwest and southeast this summer uh, and we'll try and put out some communications for those um through the rfa website and through the rfa social media as and when as and when we can um and it's been i've kind of heard heard a few inklings of some uh entrepreneurial or reorganizational uh tournaments that might be happening this summer whether that be um the schools nationals which i think uh, is potentially if if everything goes to plan might be played over the summer um i was talking to ashwin who's been trying to coordinate a rescheduled varsity match over the summer um and uh then there are rumors uh circulating from up north that there may be a potential uh durham tournament or tour um and yeah we'll kind of we'll we'll see how it goes and I think as we get closer to the time, start firming up some of those uh, plans and dates. That all sounds great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly as you say, we don't want to get anyone's hopes up. But I also am on a WhatsApp group um, to do with organisation of the the schools nationals, which would have been in April for the under 14s, under 16, under 18s, in May for the under 13s to take place at Elaine's over the summer. So. Basically, we we are putting things in place to try and get all these tournaments to happen, um, and hopefully they will. And at, at the moment, I don't see any reason why why they shouldn't. Yeah, uh, I think I think strongly advise you know put those placeholders in, 
uh, and uh, don't don't go booking up uh, too many other things on those dates. Yeah, one other thing that's probably worth mentioning, and again caveated with this is all just kind of in theory at the moment rather than in practice, is that one of the, the kind of the problems I think at the moment with tournaments is that they're all the same structure and actually for people of all levels, I think it can sometimes be a little bit difficult to, to really um, engage and like play a whole variety of different opponents in a single tournament. You can often turn up, play someone who you play quite often and then end up in a, in a very small plate competition or something like that. So there are plans being put in place at the moment to restructure some of the typical tournaments in the calendar to essentially make it more easy for different players to play more people and different people via, I think, you know, the, the, the plans are still being finalised, but essentially via doing a group format instead of a straight knockout format where you get to play a variety of different people of different abilities. So um, you may end up playing someone who's right next to you in the, the rankings, or if you're not seeded or if you haven't played a tournament before, you probably would get an opportunity to play someone who also hasn't um, played in a tournament before. So you're not, so you're not playing either someone who's wildly different, differing in ability to you or someone who you keep on coming up against and having the same close games and then tracking back to um, wherever you might live afterwards. So that's also something I think that um, cautious excitement can be, can yeah. be had about. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, watch watch this space. Uh, hopefully, um, we'll, we, yeah, we'll, we'll be able to have uh, a good summer of fives and uh, trial out a few a few new things um uh however that that being said in terms of the summer i have there are a few people who've managed to get back on court um in one form or another uh and i know that uh so some of those are up in up in durham julie's been doing some great work getting uh people out on outdoor courts and uh looking for alternative ways to play uh similar to fives um, that's more within the COVID restrictions. Um, I was sp- speaking to uh, Stuart uh, Kirby the other day, who was saying that they've managed to get on some of the outdoor Eaton Fives courts. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of uh, definitely room for optimism at the end of this season as we, um, as some of the restrictions ease. Um, and potentially, well, I don't know, uh, most excitingly, uh, there is there's been a new wall ball court that's gone up in Southwark um, that seems to have gained quite a lot of traction in terms of uh, the various news outlets. Um, so that's quite exciting. Incredibly. Oh. I've known about wall ball to have heard about uh, the fact that the court's gone up in Southwark because it's been on the BBC News, it's been on ITV News. Um, it's been, I think, basically on all major news outlets, which is amazing for wall ball and I think amazing for for handball sports like fives in general. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, that it's a you know it's a it's a match made in heaven, isn't it, Sam? You have these outdoor wall ball courts that people flock to in the summer, and when it gets cold, they come on into the fives courts. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll 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 see. We'll be standing see by that wall, that wall ball court in Southwark, handing out fives gloves, yeah. giving out leaflets about <laughs> the handball sport that you can play. Um, down the road at Elaine's um, yeah but no yeah I, I, and also I know that uh, Dan Grant who's obviously a friend of the podcast has been been on this podcast a lot he's been masses of effort to get Warburg 
block of ground that's been a project that must have been about 10 years in the making um, yeah so it's it does go to show how hard work and dedication to a sport can really get it into the public consciousness and potentially you know the, the opening segment of bbc was saying that uh, the tokyo olympics is happening in 2021 Wobble isn't in it, but it's in the conversation and that's amazing you know that's i'm sure that's something that Dan wouldn't have even dreamed of about 10 years ago. And it's something that we would never dream of at fives. And we probably will, will never dream of it because it's so unrealistic. <laughs> but it does go to show that 10 years of hard work, you can really take a sport leaps and bounds towards being played by a far greater variety of people, which is what we're trying to do with fives. Yeah. No, I think it's uh, a massive well done to Dan and uh, a huge, uh, a huge congratulations for that, for that success. Um and now moving into kind of uh, the sort of the the, fi- the final few bits and pieces, as it were, we've had a couple of in- emails into the podcast over the last couple of months, uh, which uh, I thought might be interesting as a kind of final roundup to the season um, and uh, and also as kind of points of interest. So we've uh, I'm going to try and gauge this off of Sam's reaction as to how interesting they are. Um, <laughs> we had. <laughs> We had some interest from one listener who was particularly excited by the Bulls episode um, and was asking after both a factory tour as well as whether or not we could get a Jester's Tour ball developed, which had the logo on a fives ball. Um, I think this is a great idea. I mean, I don't know if the powers that be, uh, Howard Wiseman, if you're listening, uh, could get such a thing developed, but that would be fantastic. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, th- I think it would be. Um, I think um, I I don't personally, and maybe the listener, the the person who commented in, was getting at this already. I personally don't think there's a fives factory out there. I think it may <laughs> be of like a garden shed tour in Howard Wiseman's garden, potentially oh, well. Wiseman helping out working on a book. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. You say you don't know, Sam. That means you haven't been looking at the emails because there was a video of our um, the. Uh, balls being made uh, and I mean granted it's not a factory but I think we could probably call it a workshop um, however I do think put, whilst putting on a, a logo on a ball is a is a good idea in principle uh, some of the rougher courts would probably wear that off pretty quickly um, so the next moving on to the next email we had one listener who showed great enthusiasm and was actually drumming up some interest for a Bedford uh, podcast to talk about uh, all of the fives that's going on in that area and I think has started contacting a few people so hopefully um, that might translate into an episode in the future in the future um, and we also had a request for an episode on Apre fives uh, with Duncan, Will Lyons, Mansell and Guy I'm presuming that's Guy Matthews um, but I don't know what an Apre fives episode would entail uh, any ideas Sam? Yeah, I do have a few ideas. Obviously, I haven't read the email, so I've got no idea what the the individual writing in meant by it. But presumably, it's about what's on offer after you've played your fives match. So I feel like, you know, we've probably touched on it a bit in a few episodes. I feel like the Jesters tour is probably a classic example of where Apre fives really comes to the fore in all those events, like going to the shack after uh, a big day of fives, going out for that, lovely meal at, I've forgotten what the name of the restaurant is, 
Um, but apres pipes can come in all sorts of different forms and sizes, can't it? It can just be a civilised pint at the yeah. pub with a few mates after you've played. Um, also, those really keen beans, it could just be another fives match. Um, I'm sure, you know, that's probably what Wayne was doing back in the day. He was just at his apres fives was another fives match. Is that, would that count as that pre five? Is that the one thing? No, or is it? <laughs> ah, okay, fine. We'll call it a 10K run. Um, <laughs> and then um, the, on- so, yeah, yeah. the only other, um, uh, well, I guess not email, but a Facebook tag was surrounding a new campaign to get uh, a certain member of the fives community onto the podcast. Um, and I'll call him within his own words on on this uh on this facebook tag which was he called himself the pussycat um there seems to be a campaign starting to get D- dicky warner uh onto the podcast which uh you know well if there are enough emails in or if there are enough um uh facebook tags then yeah i mean i think i think we can definitely get that to happen yeah i'm sure we can i think he would be a fantastic person to talk to because he's clearly been around the block on a fives court <laughs> Um, nothing obviously yeah he's he's uh, uh he's been a president hasn't he he's played he a lot yeah. he's come up in many a story on the vice pod already so fascinating to talk to him uh, uh yeah no a big character of the game um well uh i think that's all for um, from us um we've had a great season and hope that everyone has enjoyed uh this journey uh through the various in and out of lockdowns and hopefully when we're back We'll be doing a podcast that won't be from a lockdown and I might actually be uh, talking to people face to face rather than at a screen. Um, thanks to all the podcast uh, Five Spod team uh, and for all the guests that have been on the show. Um, we hope to be back uh, as and when tournaments are back up and some more Fives acti- activities resume. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fives Pod. As ever, do feel free to send in any thoughts, comments or feedback to fivespod at rugbyfives.com. Stay tuned for next week's episode.